0: In one place. Sounds good, right? There are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay. Thinking they are doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, it doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome. To Preston Super Show. Welcome to Preston Super Show. Thank you for joining me. Today we're talking about 5G. 5G is something that there's a lot of news rolling out about now. It's been implemented in many cities across America, but also across the world, and it's growing globally. And I want to talk about 5G and also the pros and cons of 5G on our society, our environment, our future, as far as the economy goes. We're going to talk about how it's progressing, the news that's out about it currently, and uh, how 5G is doing during the pandemic as well. When you think of 5G... The most important part of 5G is knowing the big players of 5G. Who are the big players? Who are the big movers, the drivers of 5G right now? And you have to start with the creme de la creme, and that's Verizon. Verizon is leading this 5G expansion through the United States, and in 2018 launched its 5G home network. You uh, can find this information in a number of places about 5G, but uh, techradar.com has a great article about it. And uh, this is a trusted site, trusted source. It was written by John McCann, Mike Moore, and David Lum. Very, very current 5G news right here from techradar.com. And in 2018, Verizon started their 5g uh network they got it off the ground running as of 2019 uh, it was the first globally to offer this network so now that we have verizon as a major playmaker as of 2019 we start to follow along here and timeline begins to get built By the end of 2019, Verizon had gone live in parts of 31 cities. Big cities like Chicago, LA, New York City, Atlanta, Dallas. Smaller cities like Memphis, Columbus, and Grand Rapids. I'm paraphrasing here. At the time of writing, June 2020, it offers 5G in 35 locations. They added Little Rock, Arkansas, Kansas City, Missouri, Cincinnati, Ohio in January, and San Diego in May. It's planning more. Verizon is planning more through 2020 now, even in the face of the pandemic. So we have the pandemic going on here, step aside from this 5G news buzz. Pandemic, many people say it's in full swing. We're talking about getting over the hump only two weeks ago. Less. So what's really happening here, as far as how we're being affected by 5G? Is it uh, an immediate impact? And we have more information before we can uh, convene on a decision. Because you have T-Mobile that's also a player. You have Sprint, along with T-Mobile, that are players. If AT&T, that's in the market. Now, the big difference between Verizon and AT&T that research has pointed to tells us that Verizon uh, uses a millimeter wave uh, frequency. Millimeter wave band frequency is what Verizon uses in chicago tech radar these people were able to these people here tech Radar, were able to get up to a speed of 1.4 gigabytes so that's really good but the research is pointing to now that i've and i've done this with some research here that the millimeter millimeter wave can't go through trees okay so it can't go through trees which is very interesting right when you look at 4g the 4G technology—that's the predecessor, right? That's before this 5G has been implemented. So you're looking at 4G and 4G LTE works. It's good. Sometimes you lose that LTE. The 4G is not that good. Theoretically, Tech Radar alludes that you would get 300 megabytes per second. That's that's very that's quick. That's good. But usually you get like 100 megabytes. That's the that's a speed test that usually come in for 4G speeds. You get the LTE going, you get maybe over 200 megabytes, close to 300. But that's theoretical top speed. See, so with 5G, you're looking at speeds that will eclipse one gigabyte per second, right? And that's what we want. We want faster internet. We want stronger internet. Uh, internet that holds a connection better for videos and streaming alike and that is very important in today's world because any business is looking to advance and grow and be the first to get their hands on 5g and implement 5g so that's a an edge that a business is looking for right now especially coming out of a pandemic now think about this coming out of a pandemic being able to have 5g better speeds better quality. This is what people want nowadays. They want quality at a good price. So that's what companies are trying to get their hands on. You're looking at the big playmakers. Who's the biggest Verizon? Because they, they, they're they definitely uh, showing in places that they can get the speed. Now, can they hold the speed is going to be the question that continues to come up. And Tech Radar says they were able to get a gig consistently. In, Uh, Chicago. So that's good. So that's showing you, okay, Chicago, big city. You're going to get that gig. That's fine. It's going to be the people that are out of the big cities. The majority of us that are out of the big cities. That's where the 5G becomes a question. Do we need this now? Is this something we need now or is this something we can wait on? Because we're not going to get that type of speed out here. So you're seeing Verizon turn it up. They're going to be, in my opinion, from the information that's given, that they're going to be the main driver of this 5G technology. They're going to be implementing it and using it uh, faster than T Mobile or AT&T is going to be. Now, AT&T uses a low band uh frequency low band wave it's a little bit different than the millimeter wave the low band travels farther but it's not faster than 4g yet so they're working the kinks out there you see it's not all the same and uh, Verizon seems like they have a product that is like they just happen to be on the right side of the next generation of tech. And that's where Verizon is positioned. Now, what they do with that is up to them. It looks like it's going well. at and working very hard, going to be continuing to catch up to Verizon in my opinion and then you have T-Mobile that is expanding and they're expanding through the pandemic as well and they uh, have brought their 5G to all 50 states but the coverage and the speeds are still not all universal they're not all universal and that's the bottom line so the economic impact initially isn't, uh, pre- isn't very present, but the advantages you'll have in a big city are, uh, as far as having 5G. So that's something to know. Another thing that's very notable is the effect on the environment. And this is an interesting part of it. Now you can argue that It's not bad for the environment to have this 5G when you're talking about Verizon. Can't go through trees. It's not damaging the trees. Uh, There was a report somewhere uh, that said there was a tree by a 5G tower that was like fried, missing everything. But again, this just feeds into the conspiracy theory and that narrative. And that narrative's largely built on the millimeter wave systems that are used in the military, uh, the millimeter wave radar, the different—it's uh, called ADS, the Active Denial System. The U.S. Air Force developed, and it's said to in- cause intense burning pain. Uh, making people feel like their skin would be on fire and basically it's just a weapon that turns the heat up in people's body and people are alluding that to 5g but that is just a grand conspiracy theory and don't believe the hype on that because because it's okay to question things and we want to question everything but cooking up a conspiracy theory is different than questioning something. So keep that in mind. But you could also argue on the environment's end that it's not bad for the environment because you're not creating new towers. You're not uh, doing anything to uh, the land to create any new towers. Um, You're not in a sense, knocking any trees down or making room. You're not um, coming up with some technology that could go through trees and would be harmful to trees uh, or the ozone layer. So that's another argument that, that is very valid and uh, there's definitely a case for that 5G is also good for the environment. So there's that side of it. So there's... Two sides and sometimes three sides to, uh, every, every coin. And that's the beautiful thing about it. So as far as the environment goes, as far as the economic impact goes, we've covered that. But now society. And, and for society is a very delicate topic. And is more of a delicate topic. Now the reason I say that is because on one hand technology has consumed people, taken over people's lives and the everyday meeting and greeting with people is not the same because of technology in many instances. And we all or most of us can agree on that. In the amount of time people spend on their phone or in front of a computer or However, they spend their time, it's usually with technology involved. But now you're talking about screen time. And when you provide better quality, in a sense, that will cause people to want to be on their phones more. Now, I mean, we all could hope that everybody's on their phones with uh, their loved ones and people they care about. Using the technology to better enhance their lives. But we all know that that's not the case. So we can come to grips with that. We can come to terms with that. We know that. But we also have to understand that it's not about what other people are doing with the technology as long as it's not hurting people. Now, in a sense, we want to look out for those that can't look out for themselves. And I agree with that notion. But 5G is is no different uh on society besides the fact that it will enhance those uh meetings and greetings and opportunities with people uh that you care about and people that you're meeting whether it's uh, a job interview for the first time or friends during the pandemic to catch up and that's what 5g uh in the future is going to enhance because a lot of things are going virtual and the number of work and remote jobs are on the rise and continue to be on the rise so 5g is going to pay play a big part as you see President Trump is a big uh, proprietor of 5g he loves 5g he wants 5g for everybody and I uh, am of that belief as well I do not differ from the president on that uh, key, uh, key issue because it, it is going to be a key issue uh, in the next four years. 5G will continue to come up. 5G will play a significant role in everyone's life once it reaches your city, once it reaches where you are. And the weird thing about Technology is it allows us to continue the evolution of ideas and of how we look at the inner workings of society, and that's what we're looking at with 5G here. So, expect 5G to play a role in your life. In the next four years, and some way or another, if you're in a big city, and from there, the major players will continue to drive 5G, and I don't see that slowing down because just of the need and necessity. Internet and cell phones are for every household, for every individual. It's almost it's it's almost not a prediction. It's just a fact that 5G is going to revolutionize technology. And there's there are phones that are compatible with the 5G network. And in this TechRadar.com uh, article, the those are in there. So you can also get the map of where. 5g and the locations are and uh where where they are closest to you and you can get more information like that out of this article when i link it go ahead and check it out what's worth noting about uh t-mobile and sprint and at&t and verizon in this race in 5g is that verizon had a had a big substantial investment in 5g they're all in for 5g that's the word around the campfire you look at AT&T, which had this limited approach to 5G. Are they waiting for Verizon, you could say? Are they waiting to see what T-Mobile comes up with, you would say? Because they took this low band frequency. Maybe they need more time to adjust. Then you look at Sprint and T-Mobile. It's almost like the merger hurt them because they both had different 5G networks. So it's almost like the merger hurt hurt them because now they have to not only provide the 5G to their customers, but they have to combine the towers and the frequencies, which creates another element of surprise. Um, and it's unclear about how exactly that's going to work. But T-Mobile and Sprint both have 5G that's a middle of the road, kind of like a, a mid-wave. Uh, frequency, uh, which is supposed to give you a good, good solid coverage for where you are in the city that you're in. And then it's supposed to also give you a high and low band depending on what you're doing. So it's a little bit of a, a both. And that was uh, picked to complement T-Mobile because they, in 2019, were trying and wanting to get this merger done, so they were planning on it. But also, implementing the two together isn't just like a snap of the finger. Um, so you'll see that it's going to be a race, but does T-Mobile and Sprint and AT&T now that T-Mobile and Sprint are together, does AT&T and this T-Mobile Sprint duo well here do they have the better uh, technology? And does Verizon just have more towers because Verizon is just larger and covers more areas in the United States? And that's what Verizon's counting on is just their ability to get it to their uh towers and their uh customers faster so they can build up that 5G base and then turn around and build it up quicker that way because they have more working capital or is it the other way is T-Mobile and uh Sprint and, and then AT&T by themselves do they have the uh better approach and they're trying to just Pretty much play choice here and select the best frequency, give the customers the best quality, and ultimately Verizon will be expanding expanding, and then they will be more or less focusing on their uh, customers they already have, and Verizon is looking to just pick up new customers faster. So that's all. That's going to be an interesting um, event to watch unfold is who has the better technology, who has the better plan, who's going to be number one. I like to look at these business plans and these business models and see which one comes out on top, see which one works. My money would be on Verizon. But again, that's, you know, that's only my opinion outside looking at. Um I, I think either way it goes, it's good for businesses, it's good for households, and ultimately it's good for society, it's good for the environment, and it's good for the future. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Preston Super Show. Don't forget you can click listener support. You can donate a dollar m- a month. You can donate five dollars a month. You can donate a hundred dollars a month. You could sign it up, you could sign up as recurring payments, or you can just drop it in the PayPal whenever you want. I'm always putting up new content on Preston Super Show and I'm also debuting this week my new podcast, which will be my other podcast separate from this one. Separate from the super show that you love. This will be a true crime podcast called Smoke After Dark. And that's debuting this week. You're not going to want to miss that. You're not going to want to miss that one at all. Make sure you go to FancyPreston.com. Read something I've written. also works as a news aggregator. There's a lot of good news on there that I've curated. That I read, that you read, and you catch up to speed on. Don't forget... Subscribe to the show. Don't forget. That's the most important thing. Subscribe to the show so you know when the new show comes out. You can see it right in your feed. It's right there on Spotify, Google Play. Go to anchor.fm slash Preston Super Show. Subscribe today. Don't wait around. Ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night, everyone.